Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Created to Teach. I am your host, Angela. Today I want to talk about something that you may know as emancipation or deliverance, non-confinement, liberty, liberation, release, independence, also known as freedom. So freedom is defined as the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. It's also defined as the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. There are so many things that can enslave us or imprison us in our hearts and minds. So many people are under the yoke and the bondage of addiction of many different kinds. You might have one addiction. You might have multiple addictions. You have people that have, are stuck and trapped in domestic violence or in toxic relationships of all kind. doesn't have to be romantic. You have people that are unable to forgive. Unforgiveness is a prison. You are enslaved. You are not free if you cannot forgive someone. No matter how heinous their crime or the offense, we are called to forgive. And being able to forgive, doing so, frees you. It doesn't pardon what they've done. It, just, it doesn't justify it. It's not saying it's okay. But believe it, if you are unforgiving, you are enslaved. You are the one trapped. There's so many different things that go on in life. You can be a slave to your emotions. Uh, there's just so many things out there. But one thing I know is no matter what ails you or what has you enslaved, freedom is possible. Of course, this is a Christian podcast. I am a Christian, but I welcome all persons. I love you all from all walks of life, from all different religions, faiths. It's all good. God has created us all and we are not to judge. And I don't ever take away from anyone's religious practices. Um, so all are invited here. And all are able to obtain freedom, no matter what your beliefs. That's something I know. So you may need to first identify and pinpoint what is holding you hostage, what you need to get free from. Is it an addiction? What kind of addiction? Is it an emotion? Is it a person? Is it a circumstance? We're going to talk about it at another time, but there's a such thing as soul ties. So whether you even believe in the soul, whether you believe in God or you're a non-believer or you have some other religion, soul ties are real and they can keep you bound. And I know that personally because I had a soul tie with someone. And soul ties don't necessarily have to be bad. And the Bible talks about how David and Jonathan souls were knit together. And Jonathan was a person that God used to keep David alive when King Saul, Jonathan's father, was trying to gun for him and ruin his life and actually take his life, kill him. So there's something to be said about a godly soul tie. But most soul ties that we find ourselves in are not godly and they can be damaging and hurtful and they're entrapping. So, you know, you got to pinpoint what's going on with you. What, what do you need freedom from? Now, how do we get free? Well, like I always say, everything starts with a choice. 
recognition and acknowledgement because you can't solve a problem you don't know or won't acknowledge exist. But then you got to choose. You got to choose that you even desire to be free. Some people like being the way they are. Some people don't mind being stuck. Some people are complacent in desire or lust or complacent in addiction even. Some people feel like if they let go of an offense or victimization or victimhood, or if they let go of something, then they're justifying it or they'll never get any justice. So some people are not miserable in entrapment, believe it or not. So you've got to commit and choose to get free, that you even want to get free. And then once you commit to that, you've got to stick to it. Honor your own commitment. Honor your own word to yourself. And then you've got to do the work. If you're a believer like me, that may mean confessing some things, repenting. That may mean going to God and saying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, take this thing from me, transform me, heal me, deliver me, set me free. And there still may be some practical steps you need to do in that. Some people need therapy. And I am a big supporter of therapy. We can't always do it alone. We don't always understand our feelings or know how to express them. We don't always know how to heal. We might need some more tools in our toolbox. Never be ashamed or afraid to get help, period. And the right therapist that's well-suited for you and objective that really wants to help you can be a game changer. So I always recommend therapy when and if you need it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that may be a way to help you break free from whatever you're experiencing. If it's addiction, you may need to go to or go through a rehabilitation process. If it's a person, you may need to disconnect yourself from them completely and maybe permanently, but at least initially you need to get some space. If it's a soul tie, that's a spiritual thing. And you've got to be aware of that, believe in that and all of that. And that's a God thing. God had to break my soul tie. And what you can do is maybe distance yourself from that person. If it's a sexual situation, of course, abstain from sex or become celibate. So there are different steps. You have to first acknowledge that you have something or some things you need to get free from. It could be freedom from memories from childhood or other types of trauma in your life. At that point, you need to stop rehearsing it and replaying it. You might need to seek help and, and get therapy. Prayer changes things. Pray for yourself. It's just communicating with God, talking to him and listening to hear back from him. God wants to hear from us. There's no hurt. There's no pain. There's no trauma. There's no situation that God cannot take away and heal us from, deliver us out of. Freedom is always obtainable. And if you're a non-believer, then I suggest you do more of the practical steps and you seek therapy after um, acknowledging and pinpointing, identifying what you need freedom from, committing, yes, I want to be free. Let me get free from this. And committing to do the work and to honor your own word and stay in it, even when it gets tough and rough, even when those bad emotions come out, even when you're confronted with what hurts 
And that's for all of us. Stay in the game, even when the hurt part comes, because you might have to weed through some hurt to get free. Stay in that thing. Get your freedom. Fight for yourself. You know, so there's some scriptures that I have for you. So John 8, 36 says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So if Jesus Christ sets you free, you're free. But you got to not only get free, you got to stay free. Galatians 5, 1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You've been there before where someone's not good for you. The relationship is toxic, but you love making love to them or you love their company sometimes or you have a soul tie or you're just really unable to break away from them on your own. So you get away from uh, for them from them for a few months and everything's good and then you go right back. Or domestic violence situation where there's fear, but there's history or there's love or there's all these things or there's confusion and you go away, but then you come back. So you are able to lose that freedom again. Addictions. Someone may be clean and sober for six months and then that friend comes around or life hits heavy that week and you just need a little pick me up or you just figure I just need a drink. And next thing you know, you're down that rabbit hole again. So it's not just about acknowledgement and pinpointing that you want to get free and doing the work, but you have to stay free, stay free. If that means cutting off toxic people, cutting off bad habits, staying in prayer, fasting, consecrating yourself to God, whatever that looks like for you, doing ongoing therapy for a while, stay free, get free. Stay free. And then using your freedom for your good. Galatians 5.13 says, You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. 1 Peter 2.16 says, Live as free men, but do not use your freedom to cover up evil. Live as servants of God. So again, even if you're unbelievers, and I would always uh, admonish you to seek the face of God and to become a believer and to elevate yourself spiritually in some way. But, um, you know, do the right thing. We know right from wrong. We know something that's heinous and immoral versus something that's good to do. Love people, love yourself, treat people well, abstain from sinning, abstain from, you know, crime and all of that. So take your newfound freedom and do the right thing with it. Don't be as some people, they get free from brokenheartedness and they get free from pain of past turmoil in relationships. And now they want to be dogs. Now they want to mistreat the men. Or uh, if you're a man, you know, the women that they come across because, hey, somebody did it to me. So I'm no longer hurt and broken. In fact, I found this newfound strength, but maybe I'm bitter or resentful or I'm angry or I'm unforgiving. Or maybe I just, you know, I want to have some fun with it. I want to be out in these streets, too. Well, that's not the right thing to do. So don't just take your freedom and do whatever you want to do. Live righteously. And even if you're not going to do that, live well. Treat people well. So that's all I've gotten for you guys today. Um, Stay free. Get free. Stay free. And do the right thing with your freedom. Until next time, always a pleasure.